everybody, Pathlin here, and welcome to episode 608 of AskPath. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. Now, before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks.com. FreshBooks is an awesome company that helps us manage our business finances. They help me. They serve over 3 million other small businesses. They make it really easy to keep track of your finances, but not only that, if you do any invoicing, if you have any clients or students or you do any consultations with any other businesses and you want to get paid and you bill them, well, there's no better way to do it than with fresh than with freshbooks because uh, they make it easy on both sides of the equation so if you want to check out freshbooks for free head on over to freshbooks.com slash ask pat and enter ask pat in the how did you hear about a section again that's freshbooks.com slash ask pat uh, and you'll get a 30-day free trial from there okay so here's today's question from sarah from the uk here we go hi pat um i hope you can help me with a question about my uh, newsletters and my email list um, I've been reading with interest um, the really helpful information you've um, had in your recent uh, newsletters. Um, my question really is about um, my subscribers. I've noticed lately that a couple of people who are or who could be considered to be my competitors have signed up for my email list, um, which is cool because I sign up to other people's email list to see what they're talking about and um you know, what they're reading. Um, but I was just wondering what to do with them. Is there a way that I can maybe use this information to my advantage? Or would you recommend maybe deleting them from my subscriber list? Um, anyway, have you experienced this? And how do you deal with people that um, sign up to your list for information that they can... Um, maybe use for themselves um anyway uh, great stuff what you're doing and i love listening to you on your podcast and your uh blog is really really helpful to me um so thanks for that um i'm sarah and i am from the freelance naturopath.com thank you bye okay sarah awesome question I'm actually doing this live on Periscope right now. I got a couple hundred people in the room with me. They're really interested in hearing this answer too. So for those of you who aren't following me on Periscope yet, uh, at Pat Flynn is my handle there, and I do this every once in a while. So if you want to get these shows earlier than normal sometimes, uh, head on over there. A little plug for my Periscope uh, peeps there and uh, my Periscope account. So Sarah, great question. What do you do when your competitors sign up for your email list? Well, what do I do? I just – I don't I – don't, care uh, for me. This is me in particular, and I'm telling you why I don't care. I don't care because I want them to see what I'm doing. I want them to be scared about the stuff that I'm coming out with so that uh, they, they'll just be like, oh my gosh, Pat's doing this amazing stuff, and maybe they'll have to try harder. Um, my purpose in what I do is serving my audience, and I love the competitiveness in this space. And really, to be honest, I really don't feel like a lot of the people out there are competitors. You know, a lot of us who are in this space as influencers, we all share a lot of the same people in our audiences. We have a lot of the same people on our email list. We have a lot of the same people who subscribe and uh, to, uh, listen to our podcast, for example. Uh, and to me, a lot of those people you know, they're not necessarily competitors. I see them as uh, potential partnership opportunities. I see them as people who can help me. Uh, I see them as people who, if I provide value to them, they'll provide value back to me. Uh, so in this sense, and for me, what I do, I, I don't see them as competitors, and I, and I welcome them to come on my email list. So if you're listening to this and you are 
quote, a competitor of mine, uh, come join the list uh, in any way you want because I'd love to have you. And um, I love sharing my stuff. And that's the Pat Flynn way. You know, I'm very transparent, very open about that, uh, which is cool. But in some cases, I can definitely see it being a, uh, a a risk, I guess you could say, if somebody was to join your list and they're kind of in there as a, a spy, if you will. Um, you know, if I was Tesla, I wouldn't want Nissan Leaf coming in and uh, checking out all my stuff. Uh, although now that I'm mentioning that, Tesla is also very open with their stuff too, which is maybe why I like them so much. But anyway, probably a terrible example. But in your case – and again, it's on a case-by-case basis. I could see moments where you might be worried about people on your list and maybe stealing your stuff, uh, trying to get ahead of you on the campaigns that you're working on, all, all that sort of stuff. So there's a couple of cool things that I was thinking about um, doing. Yes, you could delete those people from, the, from, that, um, from that email list, and the truth is you're more than welcome to do that. It's your list. It's your house. You can kick people out if they're not welcome, and if you see that it's a competitor and you're worried about that – that's that's totally fine. There's no rule against deleting your competitors from from your email list. Um, they would probably never even know. They would just be like, "Oh, so and so doesn't actually send out a lot of emails," um, when really they just aren't on that email list anymore, which is kind of funny. Uh, but here's another thing you could do if you wanted to kind of take this to the next level, and you know that these are your competitors out there, you can actually segment them. So let's say you're using a tool like ConvertKit. Uh, you'd be able to tag them as being a competitor, and then maybe there's a way that you can actually take advantage of that. So asking them certain questions that only they will see, maybe getting responses from them just to know what they feel on the other side. Um, I don't know any specific examples uh, off the top of my head, but it would be really interesting to have a list of competitors that you know are following you to see what's up. Maybe there's a way that you could um, – uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to say give them false information to kind of lead them in a different direction, but maybe just not reveal or maybe just when you send out stuff that you know you don't want your competitors to see, um, just use those tags to not send them those things. Uh, maybe there are some things that you are comfortable sending to everybody, in which case they're more than welcome to see it. But if you wanted to sort of subtract those particular people or that particular group from seeing certain things, um, maybe some stuff that you'd be revealing behind the scenes or stuff that's coming up that you don't would rather not have competitors see, uh, you can just subtract them from that list. And ConvertKit allows you to do that really easily. You could send to any sort of group of people that you segment on your list and also subtract or not send to certain groups of people on your list too. Um, so that might be funny and kind of interesting. Um, for those of you on Periscope, uh, give me your thoughts. What do you think? Uh, I'll, I'll mention some people really quick if I can here on the show. Uh, I got Melanie Ward here. Uh, Coach Glitter, non-friendly competitors are not using their real emails to opt in. Um, that's also very true. Coach Glitter, Tiffany, is awesome. She's given me some cool tips on how to better use Periscope, actually. So follow her at Coach Glitter on Twitter and on Periscope, too. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think if a competitor is really, truly trying to uh, steal your stuff, I guess, if you could say, they, they, they would hopefully be smart enough not to use um, – their real email address. So again, this is an interesting question, but I wouldn't let it worry you too much. Um, that that's that's the other thing. A lot of us try to uh, come up with these things that 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 we we get scared of sometimes, just to for whatever reason stop us from doing what we should be doing. And there's a lot more important things to think about, Sarah. More, quite honestly, um, I don't know why my Periscope is blinking right now, but it is, uh, which maybe signifies the end of this particular episode because I think I've said all I needed to say. So uh, thank you again, Sarah, for your question. I really appreciate it. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. 
And um, I want to thank those of you who ask the questions because uh, you're what makes this show possible, um, and I appreciate you for that. So keep asking your questions. Head on over to askpat.com and ask right on that page. And um, yeah, thank you so much. So as always, I love to end with a quote. Uh, before that, I do want to give a thanks again one more time to FreshBooks. If you want to check it out for 30 days for free, head on over to freshbooks.com slash askpat and make sure you enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About a section. Uh, and then finally, here's a quote, a short but sweet one by somebody who's awesome. That's Michael Jordan. Um, he said this quote, earn your leadership every day. That's it. But that's awesome. Thanks so much. I appreciate you, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.